good evening, good morning, and good afternoon. <laughs> We're back with another episode of the Introvert Supercast. We're here today with Beatbox Ton. Hey, hey, hey. And um, your host, Gusto. It's December 6th. This is episode 9. Ton, how do you feel? I feel good. Every time I hear that music, I want to hear the whole song and then you stop. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think it's a, it's, I actually enjoy the song quite I a bit. I do too. Uh, so I like to hear it out, but I, I feel like maybe it's too long. I don't know. know. I'm always but in the middle of dancing and then you stop it. I'm like, all right. Yeah. One of, one of my favorite uh, parts is when we end it and I get to hear it. And I, hear I, I get to just like exhale. Cause I feel like I'm just like holding in all this information, you know, and then also like, <sighs> Because we're both like, nope, nope, we're not talking to the pod. Yeah, it can <laughs> like, be compressed. Finally, got to talk about it. <laughs> and then before we started, we were both doing like, like. <laughs> I was doing karate. <laughs> we're kid. meditating. I was going, what was I saying? Ethos, ethos, Oh, ethos. you were saying good pod. Good, good pod. Yo, good pod, good pod, good it pod. It sounded like you were saying good She's pod. She saying good pod, good pod. <laughs> but uh, hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. And um Christmas is almost here. This is crazy. Uh, it's coming way too quickly. I know 2020 is coming to an end, which is kind of good, but it kind of scares me. Yeah. Is, is anything really going to change for the better? <laughs> okay. I'm not going to be the the Debbie Downer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I kind of feel like this is it. The dominoes have been have been pushed and now it's just like, let's, what does he say? Hang on to your butts. The guy from Jurassic Park. Samuel Samuel that. Jackson. He goes, hang on to your butts. I think that's what he says. I'm right? sure he didn't say butts, though, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we can Google that. Just make sure you don't Google images because <laughs> oh, who knows what will come out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, we're here with another episode, and um, ah man, I don't even know how I want to kick things off, Ton. What do you, how do you want to kick things off? You want to kick things off with a round table? You want to kick things off with what are you playing? I say round table. Round table, okay. I think so. Because since All we right. have a little something special planned, that'll go good with it uh, after what are you playing. Okay, okay. Yeah, oh yeah. Actually, today we actually have a, a review mm-hmm. of uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, mm-hmm. which was called what Gods and Monsters or Monsters and Gods or something like that before they changed the name. Uh, but uh, yeah, our son scored a review copy and he played the hell out of it. <laughs> and uh, so after this, uh, a couple segments, we'll go ahead and bring him in. He's the original T.O.G., making young ladies' girls his specialty. Did you say T.O.G.? Yeah, he's the Tito, the original gang, the original gamer. Ganger. <laughs> ganger. <laughs> like a doppelganger. <laughs> oh, boy. But uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, let me put some, let me get, let me get the jams ready. All right, Ton. All right, here it's time. All right, the handheld market. Pretty much Nintendo has had it clinched like my anus. I was waiting for something like that. You're so predictable. Oh, so that's a hack joke is what they call that. But um, so they, they're, they're dominating the market and the Vita is dead. Do we have to go down that road again? Yeah, the Vita's dead. They're the only ones crushing it. Sony mm-hmm. has brought it up saying that, hey, we are still focused on Japan because the sales yeah. for the PlayStation 5 and I'm sure the Xbox have been tanking. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. because the market there is all mobile. Yep. So my question to you is, is there room for another handheld? I don't, do you want me to answer that now? Yeah, yeah, because uh, what are your thoughts on that? I don't think there is. Are you serious? That's it? I do, yeah. So the Game Boy crushed it. Yes. Uh, Game Boy Advance, Game mm-hmm. Boy Advanced SP, I think it was the name of it, and Game Boy Color. Neo Geo Pocket was, I love it, but it's trash. Uh, the Nokia phone, I wanted it, remember? But we didn't have Singular at the time. Yeah. So I didn't get that. The Lynx, trash. The NEC handheld. With Hey, the, you forgot about the Nomad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was such a cool little handheld. And then with batteries. That was great. But you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because that played Genesis games. Yep. You grabbed your exact same games from the Genesis and you popped them in and... I don't remember how how the how I would put the games in. I just remember it had yeah. batteries and I remember playing yeah, the like hell six, out of like Toy six Story. double A's. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just played Toy Story. I don't remember playing. It was anything also a game else. gear. The game gear was so yeah. rad. I loved the game. Mac and me. I think it was not Mac and me. That's a movie. I was like, Tomba. I it was know. a Tomba. It was a little caveman that would skateboard. And I loved that game when I was a kid. Hmm. Never played it. I said when I was a kid. So that was probably like a long time ago. 80s. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> but um, yeah, so now, you know, they released this uh, Switch and the Switch is yeah. just crushing. Oh, yeah. This I think this was the last the last month or the first month that I think PlayStation dominated. Mm-hmm. They finally actually dethroned the Switch because the Switch was, uh, I'm sorry, weak. Because it's every week that the Switch is just crushing it. Mm-hmm. But I think with the, the PlayStation 5, it finally dominated. I believe, I'm pretty sure. We could look that up. Jamie, can you look that up, Jamie? <laughs> but uh, so let me ask you. We need um, a Jamie here. Okay. I will I will I'm gonna ask you this question. What if the Vita's dead, right? What if Sony Why do you have to keep throwing that in my face? <laughs> I know, right. What if Sony released a handheld that had the power of the PlayStation 4? Because that's that's last gen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the catch is there's no CDs, right? But all the games were digital, digital, and all your PlayStation Four games were digital, and you could play them on a handheld. Would that work? Okay, I think that would work. I think the reason why the Vita wasn't as successful as we wish it could have been is because all of the bells and whistles that oh, I know. they promised, and I think the developers really had to work on. Um, making their games, you know, not just for the system that they're going to be on, but also for the Vita. And then they had to do like, you know, have a special team or like dedicated people to work on making sure that it, they implemented things to make use of, you know, the camera and whatever, all that other stuff. Sony always, they always went out to make sure their games kind of utilize those features. Yeah. But everyone else didn't. I don't think no. anyone else did. No, like I think Mutant Blob didn't do any of that oh, stuff. Oh, it did. Did it? Oh, Drinkbox Studios. I love that game. It was like I $7. Did too. It was but one of my what favorite games. What did it games. do? Um, you would like... Um, oh, did, when you were moving... Um, it would turn sideways and it would like... you. I don't know if you'd blow on it oh, or if you'd God, touch the screen. That. It had it had some sort... It, it, oh, it did a bunch of funky things that was so cool. Mm. When I got it for the I Xbox... I remember all that. Xbox 360... 
it wasn't as cool because it didn't, it didn't have all those extra little features. Yeah. So, but that, but I know that a lot of games like Uncharted that utilized, remember? I, yeah, they did. I remember I was trying to sleep and I saw you with the Vita and you <laughs> pointed it like at the light. And I'm like, what are you doing? You go, you can see through the paper. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like, I don't know what you were doing, but the, the light was like. Yeah. I think, um, I think, I don't remember. I think it was something like. He had the, the flame against the paper. Yeah, but I'm trying like, to remember why you couldn't see what was on the paper before. So maybe it was something that I don't remember. That was so long ago. But I yeah. remember you have a lot of vivid memories of me on my Vita in bed. Yeah, yeah, Danganronpa. Like I, at three in the morning. I memorized the soundtrack because <laughs> of Tan. I was like, I kept hearing that and I put it on my Spotify because I kept hearing. And then Persona 4 Golden. Oh, yeah, Persona 4 and Golden. And Uncharted. Yeah, I don't think I played Tearaway, Killzone in the uh, middle of the night. Gravity Rush. Oh, God, yeah. It was such I a love great, my Vita. It was a great handheld. It was one of my, it's one of my well, personal favorites. I loved it so much that I had got a review unit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all, all the, the released games. And then on top of that, they released the smaller ones, the Slims or whatever they were called. Oh, they took they took out the OLED OLED mm-hmm. screen. And then I wanted the pink one from Japan, Japan. and mm-hmm. you ordered that for me for Valentine's Day. That's right. So I really played the hell out of my Vita. Dude, and we, we bought... Like every physical copy of mm-hmm. every Vita game. I even got that, um, what was that one with the uh, little knight? It came on the Wii and I bought it for the Vita. With a little knight. A little king. I don't remember the name of it. Oh, Cave Story. Uh, I mean. Not Cave Story. Uh, Cave Story is great. King Story. King's. I think something like that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I think it's I think King it's level Story. Five. I don't know. I don't know. But I. I I even had that one dance, uh, the rhythm game the, with K-pop Luminous? or J-pop or whatever oh, it was. Um, Technica. Technica. That's what it's Yeah, Pop Technica or something I like that. Know. It was a Korean Yeah, you bought singers. that for me. Yeah. And I, I wasn't really that great at it. Yeah. Yeah, but the, but I think, I think that the Vita of it would have had, instead of using the proprietary <laughs> memory cards mm-hmm. and like micro SD cards, that would have helped it out. Um, Cause those cards were expensive and they had eight, eight megabytes or eight gigabytes. I think it was eight gigs, 16 gig. Uh, and then you could get the one for a hundred dollars and it was like 32 gigs. It was bonkers. The price of these memory cards, but let's say, and I loved, I love super me boy, mm-hmm. um, rogue legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, persona four golden, of course, Dungan Rumpa, bind, uh, bind of Isaac, yep. Splunky me, you know, me boy, but, I wanted that to be my, um, like, indie console. Yeah, yeah. And you don't really care for handhelds. Like, yeah, we have this debate all the time because he, you don't understand that. Um, you're like, How can you not want to play it on when the big TV, screen? Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, well, I love the fact that when you're playing on the system, I don't have to go to another room to play on the system, and I can just be on the couch and grab, pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. And I, I think that maybe... If they don't have all the bells and whistles and just have the game play as it is, like you're saying, for PlayStation 4, Mm -hmm. then maybe they can. But I just feel like Nintendo has it on on lockdown. Oh, yeah, they do. I don't don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I I was thinking about that because, you know, there's always rumors, but I think they should just kill PlayStation VR. Just that's trash. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I don't use my Oculus. It just sits there. Yeah. And uh, I want to sell it, but 
you're kind of like, I don't know, because the games are tied in with your Facebook account, and it's like, ugh. Oh, yeah. But maybe if they could somehow put that power of the PlayStation 4, which is kind of old technology by yeah. now, I would think, into a small handheld you can dock, that would be so rad, because they already have the library library of, of old games, you know? Yeah, because I know Digital. that with the Nintendo Switch, um, what is it called, the one that you... Light. Yeah, the light. I think that's probably selling more in Japan than the regular one, right? Oh, yeah. Japan. And, and that's when uh, Jim Ryan was talking about, hey, we're still focused on Japan. Don't think we've overlooked mm-hmm. it. But the market in Japan has completely changed. I remember years ago, like even all the bus stops, everything was mobile, mm-hmm. mobile handheld, mobile. Oh, yeah. Everything was being that. made for iOS. Yep. And it was kind of sad, but I think that's what happened with the PlayStation 4 and, uh, well, the Xbox is dead there. Yeah. I don't know about this next gen, but that market is all handheld. So weird. Like, I love my handheld, but I can't envision everything on it. You know what I mean? Like, you still want an experience on your big screen. You know, I don't know. I. Yeah, it's like, like, um, Zion, our son, he, he walked, he was talking to me the other day and he goes, Hey, dad, there's this game. I don't get it. It's on the phone. And you just tap it. Oh, my God. Was that? <laughs> I'm like, that's um, a tapper. He's like, what do you mean? I go, you just tap the phone. He goes, why? Remember and that? I was like, you just have to beat the other guy that's tapping on his phone. Was that Mario Run or something? Or? No, no. There's, there's called, they're called tappers. You no, just, I know. But which one was he talking about? He mentioned the name. And I was like, because I don't get it. Like, how do <laughs> you play it? the I go, same thing. You just tap it. That's all you do. And he goes, that's the game. I was like, yeah, that's a game. Like, you, you're tapping <laughs> it. Like, pat your head. <laughs> Till when? Till the other guy stops. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's like um, that one game that came out and it was like a box and you kept tapping. It was from, oh gosh, what's his name? Peter Molyneux. Yes. Yeah. And I I downloaded it because it's Peter Molyneux, but I didn't, I was like, yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this at all. I didn't play. I think Mario Run was like that too. Well, that was a, that was a runner game. Yeah. So it, but just, it, was it runs thing, and you though. tap to jump. Oh, that's, that's different. right. That's right. Yeah, because right. one thing is me, while I'm talking to you, tapping yeah. nonstop. And then the other one is, there's an objective. Like, yeah. you have to get to a point, from a point I a still point didn't B. like that one, though. Yeah. But, yeah, no. I I, I don't know how anyone can play a game where you're just tapping it. I can yeah. do it. Um. So, I don't know. I, I guess, really, if they just revamped their way of thinking and not try to outdo the other ones with all the different things that they were implementing before, Yeah, yeah. then maybe there's a shot. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I would love to see another handheld. Oh, uh, definitely. Competition is healthy. And, but yes. I, think, I think Nintendo's found their spot where I don't think we will ever have a console, like a, just a console for Nintendo because... Sony and Microsoft are going at it. Those are two pit bulls that are just fighting nonstop. And Nintendo doesn't have, they don't have to worry about that because they're like, hey, we're something different. We have a handheld hybrid and mm-hmm. I don't like their, their Switch Lite because as it is, their Joy-Cons drift. Oh yeah. So what are you going to do when your Switch Lite starts drifting? Or what, oh, if, yeah. what if your kid wants to start streaming? You can't stream. I, I don't get the Switch Lite. Just make a little... USB plug-in, make them all where you just plug it in, put it in your TV, optional. 
Well, Give it, me the option. it has its market. And I think a lot of parents that don't know any better um, are going to go with the cheaper option and yeah. they're, they don't really know the difference. And if they're like, oh, well, he doesn't have the need or she doesn't have the need of, of putting it on the big screen if they could just have it in, in their hands yeah, and stuff. I don't even want my kid on a cell phone. Exactly. I don't want no. I know. In a corner playing, you know, but, Mario. But that's it's, just the direction that, I mean, a lot of parents are just like, well, which one's cheaper? Yeah. Um, okay, well, I don't understand everything about it. So this one does what I want it to do. It and that's the same all games. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. just take it. Yeah, well, I, I would like to see, uh, I always dreamed about a uh, portable Xbox. I think that'd be oh so Oh my God, you've cool. said that forever. I know, I would love a portable <laughs> Xbox, but... A portable PlayStation 4 or even a portable Xbox One. Mm-hmm. That would be so neat because the games are already there. I think the Vita had a hard time because Sony didn't want to take away from their, you know, first party, you know, companies to to make a game. Like take the attention away from the Vita, which the market was just, it was a small market mm-hmm. when, the, you know, the PS4 was killing it. Yeah. So it's like, I get it, but. Geez, how do you expect your handheld to survive? The PSP did gangbusters. And I know jailbreaking really helped it as well because everyone wanted one. But they still they still made money. Yeah. I, I think there would be a market there. I just don't know how extensive it would be. And then also waiting so long. Um uh, I don't think time would really have a a factor or like any like a negative factor on that. Yeah. I think yeah. it would still be okay. It's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. It was just a food for thought, uh, the handheld market, man. And wishful you know. thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. We throw that into the ethos. <laughs> what did you Umbasa. say? Good, good bod. Umbasa. <laughs> All right, Ton. Enough deep thinking. <sighs> Exhale. <laughs> Inhale. That's why I was doing Karate Kid. Todd, <laughs> what are you playing? Oh. We don't have... Uh, oh, I thought... What are you playing? We need one, huh? Yeah, it's coming in. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> I did play some... Um, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Oh, damn it. <laughs> you know, there's a black play. market. I just realized there's a black market on that damn game. You can go on to the dark web <laughs> and order. You could smuggle in villagers, and that's so How wrong. did you not know about this? Because <laughs> I'm legit. So you're just barely realizing that today because I helped Zion get Raymond. Dark Alex was in the past. <laughs> now I'm 100% legit. So I helped Zion get Raymond today, and I gave him like... You took him to the dark web? No, I went there for him <laughs> and gave him 180 nook mile tickets so that way he can get raymond oh, i'm man. like man you owe me big time dishes for a month not really <laughs> so he got he got raymond illegally um no dang <laughs> so he'll be moving in tomorrow dang. um and i've been doing the christmas thing or holiday thing or toy day thing that's what they call it and every day I go to um, Nook's Cranny to see what special toy that they have there. You know, that sounds so dirty. Like, you go into Nook's Cranny. Every time you say With that, I'm nooks like... Nook's and crannies. Like, you look for every Nook's... Like, yeah, when you're, you're looking... Saying, you've heard that. Yes. Okay. Let me look into Nook's Cranny. That oh. Looks, that, that just seems dirty. 
Oh, yeah. Um, no. <laughs> Only you. <laughs> so I've been doing that, and it started snowing one of the days, which I you I don't know if you heard me yelling. Yeah, I heard Zion, too. It's snowing. <laughs> yeah. And um, so got my new path down, uh, Christmas path with little gingerbread men and ready for the snow. So just kind of doing things like that, getting my trees set up because I know which ones will um, automatically have like the lights on them mm. once December. Oh, wait, we're in December. When is when is that going to happen? Whenever the snow covers the ground, that's when those trees will have lights on them. I thought it was going to be the beginning of the month, but we'll see. So just kind of doing little things like that. And um, I did touch a different game, though. What What are you playing? Immortal Phoenix Rising. Mm. So giving the Xbox some love. I know, right? Doesn't it feel good? It does, actually. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come here. Let's cuddle for a while. So, I know, right? Um, I started playing that before uh, Tito had to hop on it, and he'd been on it kind of like nonstop. And I got to play a little bit more today, and it's really fun, kind of addictive, because you kind of unlock new things. I don't want to say too much because I'll let Tito cover the, the majority of it. Mm. But, you know, you kind of unlock like skills. your... Yeah. Yeah. Different schools and skills and stuff like that. And then, mm -hmm. you know, it requires a lot of thinking. And sometimes when my brain is dead, I'm like, <laughs> figure this out. And you'll do it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Really? Yeah. She, I was like, I don't know what I was doing, but she, I heard her having a hard time. <laughs> and I'm like, and thinking, let me see if she could figure this out. I was and tired. I was like, I go, hey, do you want me to do this for you? She goes, yeah. And I was like, there you go. It's done. I was like, oh my gosh. Just <laughs> Yeah. But I do really like the game and I, I, I want to put in some more time on that. And actually, when I shut it off today, uh, we were about to do the pod and I was like, OK, fine. I'm at a good stopping point. Yeah. And then I start doing something else on it. And I'm like, Ugh. OK, yeah. after this next like little puzzle, let me solve this. And then, you know, OK, but it's really fun. I what, like it a lot. What's if you have a Nintendo Switch, I don't think you need it unless you want more of that whole Breath of the Wild Mm -hmm. If you have a PlayStation 4, yeah, I think you could pick it up. Um, if you have an Xbox, it's a no-brainer. You don't have a game like that. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have a game like Breath of the Wild. So um, it looks really good on the Xbox Series X. As far as it doesn't look like amazing, but for what it is, it runs. It looks flawless and it runs flawless. And, uh, you know, it. it's a... It's a cool game. I thought yeah. it was pretty chill so yeah. far. I like it. Yeah. So, well, does that, well, well, let's lead into what are you playing? Stranger? Well, look, let me tell you something. I smell like Demon Souls right now. <laughs> what the hell? I could smell myself, and I'm like, this is like, I smell like Demon Souls. Like if I that lift, is really gross. If I lift my arms, you can smell the bosses that I fight. Oh my god. <laughs> So all of that, like running around and fighting and doing all of this, like oh my strenuous activities, you smell like it when you haven't really been doing it. Well, no, I, look, Saturday I went to the optometrist and I got some more specs. And uh, as soon as I got back, it was early morning, like nine nine thirty or something was my appointment. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, I got I got back, I fired it up. Maybe what was it? Maybe ten thirty. After the kolaches, probably. Yeah, like 10.30 <laughs> all the way, like 6, 7. Yeah, that's crazy. So I smell oh like umbasa. <laughs> I but, thought uh, you showered since then. <laughs> did I? Yes. 
Maybe I put the same clothes on. I think I put the same. Was I wearing this yesterday? I don't remember. I smell demon souls. Oh my, on me. Why are we still talking about your body odor? <laughs> my body is ready. It was ready oh, yesterday. <laughs> but uh, I think I jumped on this morning also. But <clears throat> yeah, you so did. He, here's where I'm at. So <sighs> I saved Yuria. Uh, she's like a witch. And I thought I had saved her. So I was like, sweet, I saved her. Um, you know, let me go back and buy some spells from her, right? Turned out, it turns out, I, I wasn't wearing the official's clothing. Yeah, because you're wearing the same thing from yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to go back up there where Yuria was and had to put on the official's clothing on. Uh, that way I can go ahead and talk to her. And uh, and then I also freed uh, Bjor from the jail cell. I saved him. And I needed him because he was going to help me fight the, pre- the the penetrator. Don't Google that up. Don't <laughs> Google images the penetrator. <laughs> but uh, he helped me fight the penetrator. I fought him by myself, and I was like, oh, this guy's a son of a bitch. Did you Google it? Google image? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. But uh, so I freed Bjor, and he's a cool-looking dude. He was sleeping. He came out, and he, dude, he totally, totally, totally aggroed the penetrator. So the penetrator was busy, and... I destroyed him from the back. I destroyed the penetrator from the back. (laughs) And then uh, he gave me the silver soul. I did something very stupid. I used the silver soul. I didn't need to. I know how to harvest the souls already because I I know where to go to farm. And So what does that do when you use it? You like waste a lot of them at once or what? currency so that I can make myself either... Faster, stronger, smarter, uh, learn more magic. And I already know where to get that stuff. But because I was so excited and I was just like, shoot, I'm going to buff myself. I wasted the silver soul. So because of that, I couldn't get the cursed uh, the magic, the cursed weapon from Yuria that I just saved. And I was like, you got to be freaking kidding me. So in the back of my head, I'm like, I got to beat this again. And I gotta, oh, my God. And I got to beat it right. Oh, that was that was such such a bummer. But I did pick up the uh, the dragon bone smasher. This the bone smasher. It's a gigantic, like a cloud sword. It's so cool looking, and it's a freaking beast. Anything I hit with it, I'm like, die! <laughs> it is dead. Uh, I got that because I had the pure white world tendency, and oh man, it was just. I'm I'm kind of um. I'm pretty deep into this game. No. Yeah. Oh I mean, goodness. I smell like demon souls right now. And then, and then to end my day yesterday, I fought the old monk boss, and he can summon. You you can either fight like like a just a regular NPC, or you can he can bring someone from the internet, and they come into the world. And these are tryhards, right? So they they bring them in, and they're just kicking my ass. So I get up there finally after, oh my gosh. Wait, what do you mean like bring someone from the internet? It's really like cool. Like another player? Because you can either fight a boss uh-huh. or the another game player. will bring another another player, yeah. Oh, wow. Into the game to fight you. Oh, wow. Which okay. is really cool. Try as hard or they're actually really good? You can see their gear immediately. You're like, oh my gosh, this guy's throwing magic. He's got swords and... Oh my god. That's gosh. fun. So it's kind of like its own no. little battle within. No, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun at it's all. It's a cool idea. <laughs> well, because you have to get to him 
And getting to him is cool, except those, those remember the tentacle guys I told you about? Oh, now so, they're freaking even harder. And so you lose... Everything. You can lose everything from playing another player. Well, yeah. If you die there, you lose everything. Oh, wonderful. So whatever you have, so you got to make sure you you don't go in there with a whole lot because you can lose all your souls. And then when you, I lost my souls the first time, and I was like, I'm going back. And I went, picked him up, and then the guy stabbed me. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. So I had to go back to get my souls again before the guy, other guy stabbed me. Oh, my goodness. And it was just kind of like, and I said, F it. I don't care about my souls. I'm going to beat this guy. I finally beat the, the player. I didn't get I, I didn't get the NPC. I got the actual live person. Mm-hmm. And I finally killed him. And I was just like, you son of a bitch. I mean, you son of a. <laughs> and um, man, that game. I mean, you know, and then also it helped us establish a new rule in the house, too. What's that? Do not talk to you while you're oh, fighting know. a boss. I know. Like, <laughs> I'm fighting a boss, and I hear, like, in the background, hey, Dad, blah, 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 <laughs> blah. I'm like, focus, focus, umbasa, umbasa. Uh, yeah, so when I'm fighting a boss, please let me have my peace. <laughs> You know, I saw you fighting these gargoyle mm. things. Oh, yeah, they look cool. I was like, oh, my gosh, those things look so creepy. Yeah. They looked pretty neat. They're pretty easy. I usually try to stay out of the room when you're playing this game. Yeah. But I was like, oh, wow, that looks pretty neat. I'll yeah. walk away now. Yeah, and then uh, on top of that, yeah, we got the Phoenix Rising on top of that. But we have Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. And uh, I meant to throw that on. Yeah, and then I, I loved I, it. You were going to put it on, and then I put on... Immortal Phoenix Rising. Yeah. And I, I do love Devil May Cry 5. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I don't know which one I like more because DMC was great. That's Ninja mm-hmm. Theory's uh, reboot. And I loved it. It was so good. Yeah. And then Devil May Cry 5 is actually real. I really enjoyed both of them. Yeah. I didn't get to beat DMC. I, I'd start oh, so playing good. it. and So good. Something happened. I don't even remember what happened. So that's yeah. cool. I'll get to play them both. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's that's what we we're playing. Ton, there was one more thing I did want to mention that I played uh, besides uh, smelling like demon souls. <laughs> uh, I played uh, Luna, Amazon Luna. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, really quick, I, I did want to go over that. Um, uh, I played Grid, Luminous, Control, Contra, and uh, I think it's pretty dumb. I have Amazon TV. It's that nice box thing, the one with the power. Mm-hmm. And um, you can't download Luna on there. You have to download it on the Fire Stick, which is so dumb. I don't know why. That's, that's the only place you could download it? Yeah, on the Fire Stick. And then you have to download an app like Stadia for your controller, which is so dumb. Mm. Uh, luckily, I had a controller for the uh, Amazon Fire TV. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I used that rather than downloading the app and doing all that. But I played it. Um, it's not for me. It's actually, I think it's for like um, someone that doesn't want to buy a console. Someone that just wants to get a quick game in. Maybe have that Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Get a couple games in. But um, but does it work good for that though? Everything looks a little, a little grady. Like a weird filter on it. Like you're streaming like PlayStation 5 on PlayStation 4 or playing 
uh, PlayStation 4 on your Vita, like, mm-hmm. it seemed, or like Stadia, it just seems like something feels off. Or like PlayStation Now. So it, it feels like that. Kind of like downgraded. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not ready. And I noticed a lot of the games that they were that, that were there, they weren't first person shooters and mm. control feels a little wonky. So I couldn't tell if it was the game or if it was uh Luna. But or the uh, controller. No, I think it no? was it just felt felt weird. Yeah. Mm. But uh that's that's one last thing that I played. But uh right now guys, we have a very special guest. It's the uh the original it's a, what did I say? You said T-O-G and yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, the original T-O-G. <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to get that. It's because old dirty bastard, he says that. <laughs> making young ladies, uh, making young ladies, something is his specialty. But uh, it's just a, it's just a rhyme from the old ODB, the Wu-Tang Clan. But uh, Tito, what's up, Tito? Yo. He's the, uh, you can find him also. We'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll plug his handles, but uh you got a review copy, right? Yes, of Immortals Phoenix Rising. That's and it. And I actually, I, I played the game and I beat it. And it took me about three days, but I looked at the time after I beat it. And it was about 20 to uh, 25 hours of just only doing story mode missions. Okay. So I've heard a lot of things about this game. Um, it's a carbon copy? Oh, yeah. Breath of the Wild. Is that good? Bad? Uh, well, I think everyone by now, uh, Zelda games, we know are held up to such a high standard that we just know that Breath of the Wild is a fantastic game. You've heard that all over the place. Yeah. And so for your game to be compared to such a game, that's, I think, a compliment in itself. Yeah. Yeah. If someone walked around and said, hey, you look like Brad Pitt, I'd be like, thanks. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So So would... Since you smelt like demon souls, did you end up smelling like immortal? <laughs> like Phoenix? immortals, Phoenix Rising. <laughs> you know, I, would that be a compliment? Uh, okay, just not as much as if you said I smell like Breath of the Wild, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a good analogy. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this: I, I know that I, I played the demo on Stadia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I thought was like, I hate these characters, and I hate their voices. Oh yeah, and then I jumped on it on the Xbox since you got that copy. Mm-hmm. Before you you jumped on it, I jumped on it, mm-hmm. and I started playing. And I was like, I still hate these characters. Uh, thoughts? Well, so the characters, you know, I felt the same exact way too because I was uh, doing the character customization at first, and I just thought they just looked a little funky, like with the chiseled chins yeah. and the big rectangular eyes, and they just sort of resembled. Uh, Disney characters, like I Hercules. Guess. Yeah, the, the, like that's oh, what I thought. Hercules. The, the yeah. Cartoon. So that's the first thing that came to mind, and I just couldn't find a good combination mm-hmm. for my character. So he just looked weird throughout the entire story, and um, you know, I thought it was really funky at first, but you know, after putting more hours into the game and watching all the cutscenes and seeing the characters interact with each other, uh, they kind of grew on me, I guess. Because uh, by the time I got to the end, I was I was pleased. You know, I liked it. There is wasn't really as many complaints to, uh, like in the end compared to when I had at the beginning. Like I like the characters a lot. I didn't mind my character. I don't know if well, it's maybe that's what I was thinking. And yeah. I didn't. I liked her voice. Yeah, I liked the jokes that you know. <laughs> yeah. I like it from her <laughs> side. And well, I, the jokes are funny even on the guy's side. The jokes do get funny. It's just yeah. the hairstyles aren't very. It's a small variety, and uh, the voices just sound goofy. Yeah, the voices were terrible. It, it sounded like. 
Like they just hired me and say, hey, can you make some sort of like accent? Like, yeah. yes, I can. I can. Make, is this good? Yeah, it's excellent. Great. Let's do the game. <laughs> That's pretty good, though, actually. <laughs> I, I think it sounded just awful. Every time they would talk, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> I didn't have that problem with mine. Yeah, I don't know what the girl voice sounds like, but I just know that one of the guy voices. I think there are three, three different voices for the guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then for the girls, too, I think. I'm not sure. Um, I don't remember. I mean, it was no Ashley Johnson, but it was yeah. great. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So the game, is it long? Is there more to do? Well, considering I just put 20 to 25 hours in just the story mode itself, I kind of started just getting everything at the beginning. Like mm -hmm. I kept getting sidetracked, but then I told myself like, no, I got to stop. I got to actually progress and beat the game. <laughs> um, so I kind of stopped and just went straight for the story mode missions and i missed a ton of you know side collectibles there are little gems scattered throughout uh that let you increase your health mm -hmm. there are gems scattered throughout like three different other types that help you like get better potions um you know pretty much for different kinds of potions and those are all scattered throughout the world like the world is huge it's massive it's separated into like four or five quadrants just like breath of the wild and each has their own special um I guess aesthetic to it, yeah. Like you know, you have the the desert place, snow, you have the yeah, and, and and so on. So each has their own unique, um, you know, temples and uh, puzzles. Oh yeah, because I noticed and, it had those the puzzles just like yeah, Breath of the just Wild. like you have like the ones where you roll the ball into the slot. Mm -hmm. and you have the one where you move the blocks onto the the buttons. It's uh, it's very reminiscent of Breath of the Wild, and you could clearly see it. What about the weapons? Do they take do they oh. take damage? Um, so that was, yeah, Breath of the Wild, that was the thing a lot of people had, um, issues with was weapon durability and your weapons just breaking after a few uses. Uh, this game takes a totally different approach and which it's a, something I like way more than what Breath of the Wild did. Uh, so you are given three weapons, mm. the bow and arrow, your sword and your axe, and they don't break. My axe! <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. you, the only thing you do is upgrade them. So you don't have to worry about them breaking. Nice. So that's what I love about it. Yeah, that's cool. And then you could do, you can, I, I noticed Breath of the Wild, you can climb. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. Yeah, like the traversal is, is surprisingly very um, fun in Immortals Phoenix Rising. I was kind of skeptical at first because I didn't know how it would, like, I thought it would feel kind of weird. Um, but it was, it was really fun. When I first started, I was uh, confused because when I was climbing mountains, I naturally I wanted to just press A and do like a lunge upwards yeah. uh, towards the top of the mountain, but I couldn't do that. So I thought that was just something they just didn't implement. And I was kind of like, oh, well, that's going to take forever to climb mountains now. Mm -hmm. I think you felt like you just walk up to it and you're like already climbing it kind of like you're like sticky kind of thing. Yeah, well, that was actually, now that I think about it, that was a uh, very common issue is, uh, Phoenix kept wanting to latch onto just anything yes. around him. Yeah. So like I'd be trying to drop off a mountain, but then he'd like mm -hmm. deploy his wings and then I'd try and undeploy my wings and he'd grab onto something else. And I did actually experience that quite a bit. Um, I didn't think about that until now, actually. Mm -hmm. But um, as I was saying earlier about uh, lunging upwards towards mountains, uh, you, there are tons of upgrades that you can get for Phoenix's traversal and for his weapons as well. Uh, including that lunge upwards towards the mountain. Uh, there's one where you're swimming and you upgrade it and he could do like a little dash in the water. And even for his weapons, you could like upgrade it, his sword, so he could just like a charge attack. 
and uh, all sorts of stuff like that. Like there are tons of different upgrades. What about are they little croaky uh, or what are they called? Uh, the Kurok seeds from Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, ah, uh, I don't think there's really anything comparable to those guys in Phoenix Rising. You know, there was one thing that that did kind of bother me is um, the first time I went swimming, it was just so awkward because I started losing you know, air or whatever. Just to swim, right? You weren't even underwater. Yeah, it was, it was bizarre because I was like, well, what am I doing? And I start doing this weird thing and I'm like, I can't really move properly. And I didn't know what was going on. Mm. And then Tito's old mom, you're running out of air. And I'm like, my, my head's not under, what? No, you run out of stamina. You don't run run out of air and stamina. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. In real life, you just pause and just kind of, you're still using energy. You're still using energy when you like keep yourself afloat. Yeah, I guess so. So yeah, you whenever you swim, you do lose stamina. And what I do like about the swimming mechanism in this game is you can actually go underwater. Yeah, and yeah. explore underwater. Mm. I like that. You can. And you know what other game you could do? You could do that in Animal Crossing. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> oh. but I mean, once you told me about that, then I was like, okay, I get it. But it was really awkward initially. Yeah. So it's one of those things you have to understand, or like once you get used to it, you're like, oh, okay. What about the music? Um, it's just your normal average orchestrated game soundtrack. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary, nothing like, you know, like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I didn't really take the time to actually listen to it cause I was more focused on what I was doing. So I'm sure if I listened to some of the tracks like individually, they'd probably be pretty decent. Yeah. But nothing really, you know, nothing really you. caught my ear. Yeah. And then, um, the look, um, uh, other than the characters looking kind of weird at first, uh, it's, it's more of a cartoony look and it's not like going for realism. Uh, so it kind of just fits the whole theme of like, um, I guess not Greek mythology, but I mean, yeah, I guess in the environment you see a bunch of like mytho- like Greek buildings and structures in it and it just fits with the, the cartoony looking environment and all the plants and stuff. It just makes the game look really pretty and it, it looks really nice. At the end, were you satisfied with the story the way it closed? Um, I was actually, it was a, it was a pleasant surprise. I wasn't expecting it, but maybe that was just me. Um, I liked it a lot actually. Yeah. Well, that's, that's cool. And, um, the game is out. It already came out like, uh, what? I think December 2nd. Mm-hmm. December 2nd? It was like Monday, it was right? No, it was like the second. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So yeah, it came out and, uh, if you have a switch, would you buy it on the switch? Oh no, it did come out on the yeah. 5th. The 5th, yeah, I came on the 5th. Yeah, yeah, I think Embargo lifted on the 2nd. Yeah, maybe. Um, but uh, on the Switch, it's, it is on the Switch, and they said that there was going to be a day one patch on the Switch, but honestly, I'm scared to see how it runs on the Switch because it's such a yeah. massive game, and if Breath of the Wild... Breath of the Wild ran good, but it yeah. didn't run, like, the best. Yeah. Um, so a game like... Immortals Phoenix Rising, I don't know how op- optimization is going to be. But oh, would man. you would you get on the Switch, though, if uh, if you were a Switch owner and you had Breath of the Wild, you think it's worth the purchase? Oh, if I had Breath of the Wild, um, only if I really, you know, just destroyed Breath of the Wild and I wanted another experience like that, yeah. But I haven't really 100% Breath of the Wild, so I just go back to Breath of the Wild, honestly. If you had uh, PlayStation 4 or 5, you think it's a must-own for that? Um, a must-own only if you want a Switch for Breath of the Wild and you can't get a Switch. Yeah. So only if you want to play Breath of the Wild but only have those other consoles, then it's yeah. a must-own. And I can't think of a game that PlayStation 4 has that's similar to that. Um, Not really, no. 
yeah. it's Assassin's Creed, but those are on other consoles. Yeah, and I, I would say on an Xbox, I would say probably that's probably the best place to get it if you have an Xbox, because they have nothing like that, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't really think so. No, not really. Yeah. All right, so is it a uh, own, rent, buy? What do you think? Um. Uh, it just depends because it's quite a long game. You can get a lot of time out of it. So I think it's definitely a, a buy experience because you could get a lot of use out of it in the future. Get your money's worth? Yeah, I, I believe so. That's sweet. All right, so where can people find you at? So you can find me on YouTube, um, The Original Gamer. Find me on Instagram, TOTheOG, and Twitter, where I am Tito the underscore OG. Awesome. All right, thanks for helping us out with that review. No problem. And now it's time for some news. All right, so let's kick this episode's news section off by going over the uh, UK software sales that were released today, actually. Mm. Um, so we have FIFA 21 in um, at number one for this week and last week. Uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, number two, um, for both last week and this week as well. And Animal Crossing New Horizons coming wow, at number still, three. Jeez, golly, that thing. Yep, yep. And actually, Nintendo Everything reported that Animal Crossing New Horizons sales have increased by 20% week jeez. on week for its... Um, Turnip prices? Third consecutive sales jump. Wow. So um, Animal Crossing and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe were the first and second best-selling games on an individual format. Uh, so the, that stayed at three for last week and this week. And Assassin's Creed Valhalla went from fifth to fourth. So it's fourth this week. And Mario Kart going from fourth to fifth. So that dropped a little bit. Mm. Um, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales went from seventh to sixth. Oh, wow. Good Just job. Dance 2021 God. went from 10th to seventh. Dude, those games always sell. It's weird. I don't, I don't like Just Dance. Yeah, but the I liked does. Dance Central. I love Dance Central. Yeah. That, I preferred that daddy i want to dance <laughs> minecraft on the switch stayed at eight uh super God. mario 3d all-stars stayed at nine and marvel's avengers went from seventh to tenth but but phoenix rising just came out ton it did <laughs> it did and it didn't quite make the mark oh, this week man, so that's... it came in at 11 but i can totally see that changing next week i had hopefully i had a good experience with what i've played so far yeah i i saw that 30% of the sales, I believe 30, 35% of the sales came from the PlayStation. And the other 30 was from the Switch. Hmm. So I was like, damn it. I guess, I don't know. That's weird. Oh, oh real quick. Re, re, real quick. Happy birthday, Awata. Oh, really? When That's was his it? Today. today? Yeah. Oh. Aww. So happy birthday, Awata. That's You're the sweet. man. You're still the man, dog. That's sweet. Yep. All right. And I really think that um, the holiday sales or holiday purchases are kind of throwing off any sales this week and probably for the rest of the month with parents and spouses and mm -hmm. et cetera. They're kind of scooping up more of the popular titles. Oh, yeah. So I kind of think that sales at the end of December aren't really true to like what's... Um, not what's popular because obviously they're being bought there and we're 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 looking at this for sales but i don't know i kind of think it, it throws things off with you know ratings and all that kind of stuff but 
I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. All right. So, uh, like I said, we do have a lot of news. So let's get into some big and breaking news surrounding the Game Awards. <laughs> and this actually just came in today as well that the apparently um, the Game Awards site has been hacked. <laughs> You can't uh, sign in to vote at all. And then the current results of round three show 100% for Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> and then 0% for everything. That's voter fraud. Yeah. Voter fraud. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It actually can't. I think it's back up because I, I went it? back on there and I made sure I voted for Hades again. But um. yeah, yeah I hear it's all crazy and Druckmann's like... Druckman. Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. It's going to be on the 10th. I'm excited and I'm not excited to watch it. Uh, Nolan North will be there. Troy Baker will be there. Uh, Gal yeah. Gadot will be there. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Um, who else? Someone very important is coming back. But you said you kind of skipped ahead. <laughs> the- Regenerator. Yes, Reggie Fizeme is going to come back as a presenter, and I'm yeah. really excited for that. I, yeah, I he's just, great. I love seeing his face. He's, yeah, he's he's great. I love him. Yes, so that that's exciting. I'm mm-hmm. really excited to see him on there. Uh, let's see here. So, um, well, if you say that's back up, I hope it is. Yeah. I guess we'll kind of see how that goes. Um, and also, Xbox might be announcing something. Yeah. Special during the Game Awards? Yeah. I wonder what that's going to be because it's, it's not Halo. Because they, no. they said Halo's not going to be nope. there. Nope, nope, nope. They um, already confirmed that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, and and so... Elder wh- Scrolls? Maybe a new Skyrim they'll announce it? I don't know. I don't know. So Jeff Grubb uh, from GamesBeat said that they have made like an announcement every single year. Mm-hmm. And Xbox had um, had tweeted... You know, tune into the Game Awards this year to see great games honored. Watch on December 10th. But it's like, okay, well, they always announce something. Yeah. So it's not 100% confirmed. But last year, they revealed the Xbox Series X at the awards. And mm. I know they need something big right now. So Yeah, they do. I don't know. I don't know what it would be. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe a new Mech Assault. Hell yeah. Maybe a new... <laughs> I don't know. I don't Project know what Gotham it is racing? I don't know. I'm excited to see what it is, though. Yeah. Oh, one thing. Let's see. Keeping on Reggie fils pin. I know he no longer works at Nintendo, but it would be nice to see like a Samus pin or like a Kid Icarus pin on his, uh, you know, suit because that can give us a little Easter egg. Oh, of yeah, what you're Nintendo's right. Nintendo's working on. Yeah. And then um, for those of you who don't know, so he did move on from Nintendo, but he also joined the GameStop board of directors. Ooh. And oh, that's right. They hired him. Mm-hmm. He's also an advisor for Rogue Games. So uh, Rogue Games. I don't know. We'll see. He's yeah. an independent, independent yeah. developer. So weird. Yeah. So that's going to be. Um, you said this Thursday, the tenth. So 10th, yeah. it's going to begin at three thirty p.m. Pacific time, six thirty uh, p.m. Eastern time. What time is that going to be for us? So that'll be five thirty. Yes, five thirty. Sweet, we do a we could do a nice little live stream. Not a live stream, because I'll say things I shouldn't say, and I'll get fired <laughs> and burned and feathered. <laughs> feathered? Yeah, tarred and feathered, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. 
Okay, so also EA confirmed that Dragon Age 4 will be getting its uh, next reveal at the Game Awards as well. Oh, yeah. So, Byro, but... They just lost yeah, two people. Yeah, Casey Hudson and Mark Dara. They're, they're BioWare execs. Yeah. So, they're no longer with the company. So, we'll see how that new iteration comes along. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you did talk about who's going to be there. So, we do also Who have... Who did I miss? I don't know. Did I miss anyone? You said Trey Baker, Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. Um, Nolan North. Nolan North. Stephen A. Smith. Uh, I thought you did name somebody else. You were telling me earlier as well. Because we try not to talk about what we're going to discuss. And then we get excited and start yeah. talking. And we're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, no more talking. Hmm. Oh, yeah. The the Muppets uh, Swedish chef will be there. Yeah, he's going to be there. <laughs> Are you joking? No, I, I, I read it somewhere. They always try to do something cute, you know. I thought you were kidding. <laughs> no. I love the Swedish chef. Not as much as Stadler and Waldorf. Yeah. Those Stadler are and Waldorf are the best. <laughs> okay. So we do have some more breaking news as well. So CBS tweeted oh, an yeah. article that they put about what to do if you get a certain error code. And it's CE108255-1. So while playing the game... Uh, apparently that the app it, it crashes and then you get this error message so they said like something went wrong with the game or the app and then reporting this error to sony interactive entertainment helps improve ps5 hardware software and services this report might include personal information you know yada 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 so cbs had spoke to seven people who had experienced this issue and out of the seven they said that four said that sony refused to take action and told them to wait for a software um, update addressing oh, the wow. error code and then two were able to secure replacements and one stopped experiencing the issue after a system update on november 25th oh scary yeah and then um they also said that a sony customer service representative said that the company is working with the developers of several of the popular ps5 games um and they have a list here nba 2k21 um marvel spider-man miles morales uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, Cold War, and Demon Souls to release a patch to fix this issue. Huh. So they're saying that the issue is affecting users who purchase both versions of the PS5 and the standard edition and the digital only version. Oh, weird. Yeah. Because you haven't experienced anything no, like man. that. Yeah, we have all those games. So Yeah. Thank God. Knock on wood. Hey, you can actually do that in it. It's like legit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, you were talking about Neil Druckmann. Thank you. And he has a new position at Naughty Dog. <sighs> what okay. is he, Ton? Tell me what he is now. Well, he was a creative director, as we all know. Was he, though? Well, <laughs> and now he's the co-president alongside Evan Wells. Evan Wells is cool. I, I like, like Evan, Evan. Wells. Yeah. Me too. And they also promoted a couple of other people, Allison Mori and Christian Gerling, to serve as like co-vice presidents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he had confirmed that he's still going to be writing and directing games. Mm. So he had tweeted about, you know, this promotion. And, he, and then he followed up with a tweet and he's like, oh, and I'll still be directing and writing while helping to mentor the next wave of creators. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just want to see what you're going to make next because... I don't want another Last of Us. I don't want another Uncharted. Um, so come on, let's let's see what you can do. 
I want to, I want you guys to do something different. You know, let's I'm see. I'm kind of worried. Me too. Yeah. That's why I'm like, if he's like, well, it wasn't me. I didn't direct it. I'm just the president. Mm. I wash my hands with this game. Well, if he's still directing and writing. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. So also a new patent was unearthed. Um, it could mean that Sony's working on a PlayStation 5 Pro. And Probably, yeah. That was filed in January of 2019. It was published um, just this past July. And it could be nothing, but it's worth noting. And I mean, I think it's kind of, to me, I personally think we could see that coming into fruition because we've yeah. seen it before. And I don't think that it should be a shock. You know, I think I think it could be a PlayStation 5 Pro only because it was obvious that Xbox pumped in all the power on mm-hmm. their Series X, and maybe they were like, you know what, let's, we have a backup plan, you know, and maybe this is it, but maybe not. Maybe it's like, I, I think it's like, you know, iPhone uh, 10, mm-hmm. iPhone 10s, iPhone 11, iPhone 11s, and maybe it's going to be like the PlayStation 5 Pro, hopefully. Maybe not, I don't know. Well, I mean, I can see it. They usually do that with their system, so I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean... You're going to file a patent. It doesn't, you know, doesn't you're going to file it yeah. ahead of time. And, and whether they do it or not, it, it's, yeah, it doesn't mean anything right now. But I could totally see it happening. Mm-hmm. So also, if you're wondering who spent more on launch ads oh, between yeah. Xbox and PlayStation, I don't know. I'm ca- I kind of, when I saw this, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see. Who do you think it was, Gusso, for the next gen? Well, next gen, mm-hmm. now current gen. I have to get used to saying that, consoles. I would have bet. I would have bet that it was Microsoft because they have deep pockets. Mm. And initially, I would have bet PlayStation because of a lot of things that we read that were being said. It's like, hey, guys, this isn't a console war kind of thing. And, you know, get that mentality out of your head kind of thing. So I kind of, I, I had assumed Sony did. I just know Sony doesn't have the money Microsoft has. I know. And I get what you're saying. But I think that. I, I understood what he was saying. Um, I can't think of his name right now. Oh, that's gonna Jim me. Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I can see that as a, well, we kind of told you guys, you know, like kind of soften the blow a little bit. So, but it was Sony. Um, and it wasn't by a little bit either. Yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, it was a significant difference. So they, they, they did this like the month ahead of the launch of their consoles um, and immediately, like afterward, Microsoft spent about $5 million on ads for the Xbox Series X and S. And Sony spent $15 million on PlayStation 5 ads. Wow. That's a significant, that's 10, for those of you who count, you know, easily on, that's $10 million more. Wow. And it's, you know, of course, I have a lizard brain. But I would say I would have used that to purchase another developer or, you know, something, a new IP or something. Mm. But I guess it worked because they're crushing it right now. So whatever, right? Marketing works. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, that was quite interesting. I mean, yeah, I figured they were going to spend more, but that not that much more. But um, some other news. Activision has sued Netflix. That was so funny. That was like so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Bobby Kotek? 
Yeah, so what's going on there, Ton? Well, so allegedly, they're saying that um, they had poached their former CFO, Spencer Newman, (laughs) um, because Activision fired him in January of 2019 for violating the terms of his contract. And apparently, um, the intent to fire was, I guess, I don't know if it was unearthed or is put into um, regulatory uh, firing or filing. And then in right after his departure, Netflix announced that they hired him. Hmm. So Activision is saying that Netflix encouraged Newman to violate his, his contract yeah. so that way they can pick him up. And then the lawsuit, inside the lawsuit, it claims that Netflix has a track record. Of doing this. Yes, and picking up execs <laughs> well, look, with no regard to the law. It's a win-win because Activision can use this story for the next Call of Duty. And they could just face <laughs> this war. Oh my gosh, right? <laughs> hey, we're not naming names or we're going to make up this other company. So instead of Netflix, it's Nukeflix. And <laughs> so I wanted to read a little bit of the lawsuit on here. So there's another claim. So it says Activision employed Spencer Newman as its chief financial officer, one of the highest ranking and most sensitive positions in a public company, requiring an extremely high level of trust, integrity, sensitivity, and commitment, pursuant to the terms of a negotiated fixed-term employment agreement. Netflix nevertheless knowingly induced Newman to breach his employment contract with Activision. You know how shady this sounds? Very. But it's like if you see that position, how it's like, sensitive information this and that mm-hmm. how do they feel knowing that they went and said hey you should do this jump to us who's to say disney's yes. not going to go to them and say hey i got a great idea why don't you do this and come to us it's like you don't want to hire a snake exactly. you hire a snake and he's always gonna, he's always going to be a snake snake in the grass exactly like that that's what you're basing your your new work relationship on is the lack of of trust, trust. yeah yep wow Yep, yep, yep. So that's kind of crazy. Um, next thing, so some top Splatoon teams have dropped out of the official tournament. Wow. When Nintendo canceled the streams due to the free Melee hashtag. <laughs> we talked about this last uh, episode, maybe? Uh, How they were trying last to... Last one or the one before? Yeah, something like that. But yeah, geez, I don't even know where to go with this because it's like... I get why Nintendo doesn't want to do the melee thing. I get it, but then well, why I get you... how they want to protest by putting the hashtag name of free melee. Yeah. So why don't you shed light on that, those who maybe didn't hear that pod? Like, give them just a real quick briefer of what we talked about and might not have heard about this story. So from what, what I understand... Um, they were trying to do some tournaments, some online tournaments mm-hmm. for Super Smash Brothers Melee, which is an old game on the GameCube. And Nintendo did a shutdown of that. Yep. So when they shut that down, they all just went crazy bonkers, right? And uh, I guess people are upset. So they're letting Nintendo know how they feel. And now Nintendo's doing a Splatoon tournament. Mm-hmm. And I think 30% of the participants are using the hashtag free melee in their uh, mm-hmm. tag in their gamer tag or their profile. And Nintendo's just like pulling the plug on the whole thing. 
So they pulled a cease and desist. And um, props to Nintendo for just kind of sticking to their guns. I think more companies should do this and say, we're not going to be bullied. We're going to do what we want, and we don't care. But props to them for speaking how they feel. Yeah. You I, know I, what I mean? So I, I get both parties, agree. and it's just bad overall. I don't I, know. I think so, too. And and here's the thing. So they were they were right about to start their finals, like today or yesterday or I don't know. I'd have to double check that. And and they just up and left to to new venue in protest of this whole thing. And usually, you know, I, I really think that everybody has a say. Everybody should be heard. And everybody has that freedom to do, you know, whatever yeah. they need to do. So Nintendo has that freedom. Yeah. And the players have that freedom. Yep. But in this instance, I really think that they wanted to do this tournament on a game they're very passionate about and that they really like. And Nintendo's like, no, I want you to play the new game. And I thought that that was very childish to me. So I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I don't know why I'm surprised, but I don't know. I know you're saying good on them, but in in this instance, I'm like, come on, really? Like, you're going to tell me I really like this game a lot more and I, I can't do this. But I'm saying good on them because companies usually just crumble and go, yeah, yeah sure, whatever you want. We'll, yes. You don't want this in play, we'll fire them, whatever you want. And now yes. they're just like, eh, we don't care. And, and I like, agree okay, with cool. that. I do agree with that. But at the same time, for this one, I think it was, I was yeah. like, really? For that? I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of kind of crappy. I think so, too. It is a bad situation all around, so it's very unfortunate. Yep. But that's what's going on with that news. So, but while we're on the topic of fighters, Persona 5 Strikers will be revealed on December 8th. What is that? I don't know what Strikers is. Oh, I thought it was a fighting game. No, I don't know. I thought I, it was like the, the one how they had with the PlayStation. I didn't play the PlayStation. I'm sorry. Persona 4. Um, I didn't play the fighting game. So I thought Strikers was going to be. No, I had the fighting game, but I don't know what this is. I just know that they had announced it. Oh, well, let me see, because I was assuming it was a fighter like the other one that I, I didn't play because I'm not good at fighters the way I used to think I was. Yeah, I don't know what this is. So I was like, hmm, I think we're going to get more information on it, but I think it's like, um, I don't know if it's a puzzle game. Oh, wait, it's an action RPG set in the Shin Megami Tensei Persona universe and featuring one against many battle mechanics created by Omega Force. Oh, so it's oh, a hack and slash. Oh, it's a Dynasty Warriors uh, game. Ew, no, I don't like Dynasty Warriors. Well, people liked Hyrule Warriors. They did. I didn't even play that, and and I know that it, it's a very niche title, and I know diehard fans love it. Yeah. But it's one of those games you either love it or you hate it. <laughs> Yeah. It was kind of hard to find an in between on that one, but oh man, I thought it was the fighting. What was the 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 Persona 4 fighting one called? Um I don't know, I had it. I know. Yeah. I touched it a couple of times. So that's what I thought this was. Yeah. Uh oh well. So well, they did tweet something um our communications have been intercepted by the Phantom Thieves and will be revealed December 8th. Mm. So, and it says, the, there's like a little picture. It says, the Phantom Thieves of Hearts will return. Mm. Hack and slash role-playing game. 
crossover, yep, between Dynasty Warriors and Persona franchises. Yeah. Interesting. So, well, for those of you who love that that style of game, that is definitely something to look forward to. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. All righty. All right, so there's another thing. So we were talking about, like, the handheld systems and things like that. So the Yakuza creator, Toshi, Toshi, oh my gosh, I know how to say it. Toshihiro Nagoshi had made comments that the Nintendo hardware is for kids and teens. So <laughs> let me read the quote. He said, I think even now the Nintendo platform is still a game console that is played by a wide range of age groups, which is right. But basically, I think it's hardware for kids and teens. Amid all that, at that time, Nintendo was also putting a lot of effort into the kids market, and I thought it would suit. So he was speaking to Sega Europe in an interview, and he was asked about how it felt to make a game for the Nintendo system. Well, I get what he's saying. Mm-hmm. I, I always I always make, make fun of myself where I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a 40-year-old guy with a with a Game Boy, with a 3DS in my pocket. You know, it's kind of silly, right? So, I mean, video games are for kids. They are for kids. But mm-hmm. I enjoy them, and I will play them till I can't. Um, I mean, what were your thoughts? Um, well, when I initially read the title of this, and, and this is where I kind of, I, I kind of despise, like, news outlets and whatnot yeah, salacious titles yeah yes to Clip where it's baits. like i'm all what that's not true oh my gosh there are adults that play this and i go into it and i read it and i'm like oh come on now he said it's played by a wide range of age groups yeah 100 percent. i 100 percent agree with this mm-hmm. and he says he thinks it's mainly a hardware for kids and teens i totally get it's, that too it's true it's true yes yeah so there wasn't anything untrue about it but I really think that the news, you know, people will take one little part of it. And that way you don't have the context unless you actually click on it mm-hmm. and then read it. So once you give them the hits, then you like read it and you're like, oh, okay, that's where they were going from it. So out of that whole interview that they did with Sega Europe, that was the one thing that they highlight and then, you know, like take off running with. Yeah. So that's what I thought when I read this. I was like, eh. Yeah, click clickbaits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm okay with what he said. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I have a Nintendo Switch, and I'm an old guy. And, and you I don't still play it. it. <laughs> yeah, but I have it ready, though. It's yeah. locked and loaded. <laughs> so um, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy is most likely coming to um, the Games Pass. Objection. <laughs> and it was, kind of, it was kind of cute the way it's been kind of. It hasn't been officially announced right now. But we had talked about this, I believe, last pod um, about Dragon Quest mm-hmm. uh, Definitive Edition coming to Games Pass, mm-hmm. Game Pass, and then so the Ace Attorney um, Twitter account replied to that announcement with just like the thinking face emoji. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely something that uh, we can look forward to. And uh, let's see, I don't think they had anything else. Game, uh, the Game Pass Twitter account responded to their thinking emoji and they said, wait a second, and then put like pony, pointing finger emojis. What's <laughs> happening? So, you know, they're just kind of. That's cool. They're kind of playing with everyone's emotions right now. 
So if you, um, so this is some really good news. I, I, this is the one that gives you the warm and fuzzies. If you pick up um, Cyberpunk 2077, the team at CD Projekt Red wanted to remind everybody, if you pick it up at uh, GOG, mm -hmm. the, they receive 100% of the um, sales. So yeah. it's a great way to support beloved devs and yep. just pick it up at GOG.com. And on top of that, CD Projekt Red will also have Witcher Enhanced Edition uh, Director's Cut on GOG for free. Wow. Uh, days before the release of Cyberpunk 2077. That is so cool. mm -hmm. Yeah, that, win -win. that is awesome. Yeah. So, Especially for all, all this. Jeez, I feel so bad from all this hard work that all these devs have been working. It's yes. like, uh, it's like finally they can take a breather and get, you know, get paid and. You know, they're going to benefit also from the sales because they're going to get, like, um, their shareholders. So if the game does really well, they all kind of make some money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So uh, get back and uh, visit the site. Check it out. Yep. All right. So next thing up, Oscar Isaac is going to be stepping into the shoes of Solid Snake in the Metal Gear Solid uh, live adaptation. adaptation. Mm. And I'm not too sure who Oscar Isaac is. Yeah. I tried looking up on his IDBM, IBD, ID, that thing. Mm -hmm. IMDB. IMD, yeah, that thing. <laughs> wow, I was really <laughs> off. <laughs> I had the right letters, right? Uh, I think so. Some of them, yeah. <laughs> and I still don't know who he is. Yeah, I know. I you? saw that. No, I don't know who he is, but uh, we were talking amongst ourselves. Like, <laughs> who would make a great snake? We always do this. Huh? Yeah, I think a young snake young would have to be like uh tiger blood he'd make oh, a good young charlie sheen a young you know snake. he would yeah because remember that movie he did uh, hot shots part do or whatever mm -mm. he had the rambo hair <laughs> yeah i remember that he'd, he'd and that's good, probably it hell he'd make a good old and young <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one. See, we've done this for everything. Before there were X-Men movies, we yeah. totally had like the whole lineup and everything. I don't even remember everybody we said, but we've always done this. So I was saying, I was thinking more of the older snake. Mm. So I was all, oh my gosh, Jon Stewart. <laughs> you know, I was like, no. And then I saw a picture, picture. Him with a beard and I was like, yo, he looks like snake. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, John Stewart would be great. And I, I don't know. And I also thought of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And for those of you who don't know that name, are you still laughing? At John, John Stewart? Stewart's funny. I think he's like, I know, right? I'd like to see him as Snake. I would, I would watch that movie over and over and over. Yeah, he would be great. Yeah, because you were looking at me weird when I said that. I go, no, check it out. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He plays, um, he's, uh, he's a famous actor. He's in a lot of movies, but he's most known for uh, Negan from The Walking Dead, the guy with a bat with a yeah. nail thing on it. Mm -hmm. I think he would be a really good one. I think uh, if John Stewart would be Snake, <laughs> uh, Stewart. Drebin would be uh, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, man. And then I also thought of Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson would make a good one, too. Dang, Tone. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Do you just have one? Charlie Sheen? That's it? Sean Connery would have been a, a good old snake. Good old uh, snake. Yeah. That's all I got. 
All right. Well, we kind of had fun with that. And <laughs> I was like, dang it, we talked about it again. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, talking about uh, Naughty Dog, this is another, this is another cool one. I liked this. Rodney Reese, he's a former Naughty Dog developer. He's now with Respawn, but oh. he shared a fun uncharted Easter egg that oh, yeah. can be found in The Last of Us. And it's actually in one of the, um, the multiplayer maps in The Last of Us. Oh, I really? didn't I didn't play the multiplayer too much. I know you played it a little yeah, bit more than I did. Mm -hmm. So he tweeted, he's like, you know, here's an Easter egg I've been holding on to since 2013. In The Last of Us on the map Beach, there are remnants of a propeller plane. That plane is Sully's plane from Uncharted 1. Not saying that's a canon, but I took it from Uncharted 1, broke it into pieces, and put it in there. <laughs> and you can see pictures on it if you look up his tweet. So, Oh, man. I thought that was really cool. I liked that. Yeah, it's cool. And I don't know if I would have played, uh, if I would have ran into it or played it. I, I don't think I would have caught that either because nobody picked it up until he released it, you know, released this how many years, seven years later? Yeah. Yeah, that is odd because, but then again, on that game, I was so paranoid crafting items and stuff. I wasn't like, oh, let me walk around and look around and see that, you know. Yeah. I was just kind of hunkered down, putting together some bombs and stuff. And, and that's what I love about Easter eggs. I think that's the time for developers to just kind of have fun. Be like, let me put this in there, see who who finds it. And it's like seven years and no one found this one. Right. I don't know. It's like they find everything. I don't know. That was one of those other... I love that story. Right? <laughs> yes, thank you, Pee-wee. <laughs> and, okay, so we had played Astro's Playroom. Mm -hmm. And while there are no plans for a sequel, it's not ruled out completely. Which is, that's also good news. It was, it was a free little game on there, and I had a lot of fun playing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of wish they would turn that into, like, a franchise. I think so, too. I think that'd be a lot of fun. But I think... A lot of the fun came from the nostalgia. Yeah. And, and the little, you know, I keep wanting to say Easter eggs now, but I guess they are Easter eggs when you see all the little them giving love to the different franchises and whatnot. Yeah. yeah but it also was a, it was a really neat tech demo. Yeah. Because the controller kind of, it kind of showed what, what it could do. Mm hmm. So team Isobi, which is Asobi. Asobi. I think it's Asobi. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the designer, Nicholas Doucet, had said that if it receives enough popularity, then it might be a possibility. So, And he said that to Edge, in an Edge magazine interview. So, I don't know. Yeah, they need know. to because the VR, everyone loved the VR game. And then now this game came out, and it's just like, he's got all the little, you know, you want to double jump, you kind of want to, he's got all the little mechanics and tools to make a, turn him into like a franchise character mm -hmm. right i He's think cute, that would yeah. be neat uh, that'd be something other than like sack boy you know it'd yeah. be something different yeah, a little platformer i, I want a platformer mm -hmm. yeah i'd like that um the last bit of news that we have here is that uh tennis world tour 2 has been announced to be released for the new consoles in march of 2021 so it's out right now for the current gen systems um, but we'd see the title on the Xbox Series X and S and the PlayStation 5 as well on <sighs> next March. Well, this March. I want, when I saw that, I was like, dude, I want my top spin. 
I want my Virtua Tennis. And I want my Nintendo. <laughs> I, you know, I, I love, I love my tennis games. I love Top Spin. I love uh, Virtua Tennis. So bring, bring those games back. Jeez, it's when I saw that. Bring back some more tennis games, y'all. I don't want, the, I don't want uh, the Wii Tennis. I don't want that. That was kind of fun, but I want the real tennis. Yeah, I think I remember you playing the Wii Tennis. I think we played that a little bit. Was it the Wii Tennis? Uh, yeah, the, you know, with your hands and, you know, waggling mm. things. But uh, Top Spin was my jam on the original yeah. Xbox. It was so good. And of course, <laughs> yeah, Virtua Tennis just took it to that level as well. So I want some more tennis games. And on that note, bring back Mario Strikers. I want Mario Strikers back. That was so much fun. Hashtag free strikers. Free strikers. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's do that one. <laughs> is that it for the news, Ton? That is it for the news. All right, so thanks again for tuning in. Ton, you signing out? Yes, yes, that's it, signing out. I can't think of a good sign out. I've got to come <laughs> up with it. <laughs> that's all right. Thank, thank you guys for listening, listening once again to the Introvert Supercast. I want you guys to be safe, play as many games as possible, and do something nice for someone. Buy yes. a Christmas gift. I was going to say. For someone that isn't expecting. I was going to say hug somebody, but you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Just Show love. Get someone that wouldn't think. Just get them like a surprise gift, even if it's something small, even if it's a donut. Mm-hmm. That would be sweet. You all be safe out there. Later. Peace. Thank you.